Hi, everyone. Welcome to Money Mochas, a series of short and sweet money teachings to empower your relationship with money. Powerfully potent, these lessons are easily digestible, bite-sized morsels of financial wisdom that pair perfectly with your favorite morning coffee and go down just as easily. I am Barry Tesler, a financial therapist, author, and creator of The Art of Money, my year-long money school and global community that I'm honored to lead with love, encouragement, and more than a little dark chocolate. What you're about to hear is a delicious sample of the practical financial tools and personal support you'll find in my flagship program, The Art of Money. The Art of Money offers a comprehensive framework with a nurturing body-based approach to guide and inspire you along your money healing journey. You can dive deeper at barrytesler.com. So wherever you are in your relationship with money, the simple tools shared in today's Money Mocha have the power to create dramatic change. So grab your morning cup, relax, and sip along as you enjoy this Money Mocha. Do you know all of these practices that I teach? Body check-ins, money dates, deep visioning. Well, I actually practice them, like on a daily basis. So today I want to welcome you all to a live case study straight from the pages of our personal life. It's how our little family finally solved a three-year money riddle. So please know this whole story happened four years ago, um, and all the dates are, you know, from four years ago and beyond. Here's the story. To Nissan Leaf or not to Nissan Leaf? That was the question. Forrest and I have debated this big money question for the past three years. Should we buy a second car, a Nissan Leaf, or not? Okay, maybe it was a little longer than that. We first test drove a Nissan Leaf, their 100% electric car, four years ago. And Forrest has obsessed over electric cars since he was 10 years old. Here's the backstory: Seven years ago, we became a one-car family. And this was perfect for us at the time. When we made this decision, I was pregnant with our son Noah, and simplicity was the name of our game. Plus, Boulder, Colorado, where we live, is so tiny, and it's fairly easy to get by with just one car. I've been very proud of our one-car feet, our shared Toyota Prius is one way we've reduced our carbon footprint, and she's been fabulous for road trips, and she is paid in full. But there were some downsides to our one-car lifestyle. Namely, it only worked because my husband Forrest was willing to commute around town on his bike. So while I'm safe and dry and comfy in our Prius, Forrest has to bike to do errands or work in a cafe through the boiling summer heat and freezing winter snow storms. Now, Forrest is an accomplished cyclist, but all of this bike commuting is in addition to the 100-plus miles he rides each week as part of his regular cycling training. He's become increasingly tired of freezing his tushy off to do errands or to go to a cafe workspace in the winter. And for me, it's sunk in more and more just how challenging and not so fun it's become for him. So we've pondered getting a second car much harder this year. For the past many months, Forrest has focused his ultra-smart researcher gifts on the merits of the Nissan Leaf. 
We dove into email conversations with many different dealerships looking for the best pricing, interest rates, and Googled around hunting for the best negotiation strategies. We both hate high-pressure marketing and wanted to be as prepared as we could when we walked into the big dealership. So the little party that turned into a big day. A couple of weeks ago, we started our day at a goat party. You see, our friend Johnny Jenkins owns the Laughing Goat Cafes in Boulder. To celebrate the anniversary of one of Johnny's cafes, my marketing genius husband concocted the idea of a goat party, replete with live music and live goats. <laughs> and everyone had a blast, especially the kids. Our child loved it. who got to feed hay to the goats all day long. So there we were, enjoying the live goats, the mochas, and the great music. My husband, Forrest, looks over at the used green car lot right next to the cafe, Green Eyed Motors, and notices not one, but two Nissan Leaf cars, and they're the exact blue color he'd been searching for. Forrest strolls over to the lot, no pressure, no pressure, <laughs> no pressure, just gentle curiosity. He starts comparing the cost of buying a used Leaf versus leasing a new one. He talks pricing and interest rates with the owner, and he finds out that because these Nissan Leafs came from California, they're considered new or newly licensed in Colorado. That means a significant tax rebate, hard not to shrug off, $4,100. When Forrest rejoins us at the cafe, he brings some numbers with him. He pulls out his iPhone and does some research on the tax rebate, tax strategy, leasing versus buying. Meanwhile, our son Noah is hanging out with the goats, and we're all continuing to enjoy a nice, relaxing day. At some point, Forrest asked me if I want to test drive the car, just for fun. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I see, I see where you're going with this. But I say, sure, I'll take it for a drive. I'd never driven one before, and it felt very similar to our Prius, only smoother and even more quiet. After the test drive, Forrest asked me if I liked it. I said yes, and he points out... The huge grin on my face. We saunter back over to Green Eyed Motors, and I realized how very undealership-like the place was. We met the owner, Luke, and Forrest ran some numbers with him and talked about financing options. Forrest was super calm the entire time. I could see he wasn't serious about buying a car today. He just wanted to do a little more research. After all, he's been waiting to get a leaf for four years, and he's been dreaming of having an all-electric car for 32 years. So he's become very patient about this. We sit down with Luke and give him our social security number so he can look up our credit scores. We had just recently checked our scores on Credit Karma, so I knew exactly what they were and felt really good about that part of our finances. We discussed pricing and financing. I watched Forrest and how calmly he was sitting there, taking the information in and continuing to be all zen about it all. But me, I did the opposite of zen. I absolutely started hyperventilating. Yes, I have strong feelings about mid to big purchases. Big purchases, I can't even say it, or I did at that time four years ago. It can still stir up so much for me, even after doing this money work for all the years that I have. I do not like quick money decisions. I don't like when I find myself faced with one, and I've been very intentional about not creating those high-pressure, got-to-buy-it-now situations for my community. When we open up our programs and services, as this purchase started becoming a real possibility, a lot of anxiety started to come up for me. 
Luke, the wonderfully laid-back owner of Green Eyed Motors, was simply fabulous and just as calm as my wonderful husband. He was a papa, and we'd seen him with his son at the goat party earlier, earlier that day playing with him. When we explained that Forrest was my COO of my company, The Art of Money, he asked what my title was. I paused for a minute, and he gave me a knowing look. The queen, he said. <laughs> oh, I thought, this guy is good. He knows how to talk to the bolder women. Even more importantly, Luke took all of the pressure off of us, mentioning that he loved these electric cars and would be getting more in. So if now wasn't right for us, we could simply come back when he was ready, when we were ready. Forrest didn't pressure me either. He said, why don't we step out and talk about this somewhere else, love? How, how about that? It's not good to make a big money decision in the dealership. Yes, he played his cards right, just right with me. I realized how anxious I was getting and knew I needed to remove myself from the situation to get some breathing room and thinking room. I'm, I'm going to the bathroom, I announced. Now, I've learned that the bathroom is a wonderful place for me to do a body check-in. I'm serious. I calm my body and my mind down. I stepped into a more grounded and clear space in the bathroom. After a few moments of doing a body check-in, something that I've been practicing for many, many, many years, I emerged with a plan. I told my husband, okay, in order to make this decision, let's please discuss how this choice fits in with our goals, short-term, mid-term, and long-term. And right then and there, in the middle of the car dealership, which remember, it didn't feel like a dealership, Forrest and I had a full-on couple's money date. You see, sometimes we plan our money dates. We put them on the calendar, we bring chocolate, and make a ritual out of it. But spontaneous, life is happening right now, so let's talk money dates are absolutely wonderful too. And how did I even know I wanted to have a money date or needed to have one? It was because of the body check-in. I don't expect that my emotions are going to disappear um, in small and medium and large purchases. I still have feelings. I'm a big feeler, so they're going to come up. Um, I don't expect them to go away um, or disappear. But after all these years of practicing the body check-in, I, I now know how to engage with them and relate to them and be with them and calm myself down in these big moments so that I have some clarity on what to do next. So, after a little while, after about 20 to 30 minutes, Forrest and I emerged from our money date with a calm, clear decision. Remember, we had been trying to solve this riddle for three years, and the time had arrived. Our 20-minute conversation, three years in the making, here's what we discussed. Short-term money goals. Do we have the cash flow for this right now? Yes. We do. Will this stretch us in an uncomfortable way with cash flow? No. What other questions did we have to ask for this medium-sized purchase? Next up was midterm money goals. How does this fit in with our yearly cash flow, with our two-year plan? Pretty well, actually. We've recently chosen to continue to rent in our ideal location, Victorian House, for the next two years. To lock in a very small rent increase, our other car is paid off, and we're about to pay off our business debt, which will open up to more cash flow in the next few months. What about 
our long-term money life goals, where are we right now in the grand scheme of our lives, where are we headed, and does this financial decision support our vision and our future? Well, our family's newest, biggest dream at the time is, was buying land on the edge of Boulder and building an earthship. So for Forrest, having an electric car plugged into the Earthship solar panels and wind generator is a big part of this dream. Does this purchase contribute to this dream? Or does a larger goal take a hit if we do this now? We had a great talk about this. While the cash for the electric car could be tucked away for this larger dream, we realized our immediate and midterm needs and desires and values were as important. And we wanted to be able to do both. Um, do this now and keep tucking away some cash flow for the larger dream. So our larger dream about the Earthship was going to require a lot of cash, but we realized that this purchase wasn't going to affect the larger goal that significantly. Okay, what other questions do we, did we need to ask in this money date? What about values? Is this purchase aligned with things that truly matter to us? This was an easy one. Yes. Electric car equals lowering, lowering our ecological footprint. Plus, we get to plug it in at solar-powered electrical vehicle charging stations all around town, which sounded like a lot of family fun to us. What about our needs and wants? Do we really need this? While we've done great with just one car for the past seven years, I could really tell how hard it was becoming for Forrest to commute even just the cafe on his bike in the snow. The desires for safety and warmth and convenience were pushing this from an idle, it'd be nice, into a much stronger need, need and want. And the moral of the story, we left the dealership after that 20 to 30 minute first freak out, hyperventilating moment for me, then body check in, which led to knowing what I needed, which was a 20 to 30-minute money date right there in the car dealership with my husband. And we left the dealership with our brand new, well, used Nissan Leaf. This was an absolute dream come true for my husband, Forrest. As we drove the car home, Noah led the way, waving triumphant fists and shouting a big woohoo. Later that night, we went out to a friend's engagement party right around the corner from our house and hopped in the car again just to enjoy driving around the block a few times and do a few more rounds and laps of woohoo. It felt wonderful to have our new car. It was a family dream, three years in the making, but here's what made it feel the most wonderful of all, knowing it was a well-planned, clear, and grounded money decision. So here are the golden gems for family money decisions. Number one, do a body check-in. Always and forever the body check-in. Number two, ask the important questions. Number three, do the research. Number four, consider designating money for spontaneous splurges and decisions, big or small. Number five, Take a break from the conversation if you need to. If you need to step back, take a breath, and get grounded again, give yourself permission to do this. Number six, talk about short-term 
mid-term and long-term money goals. Talk about your values, your needs, and your desires. Number seven, once you've decided, do one last body check-in to make sure it all feels right and great. Number eight, celebrate. <laughs> celebrate. Now, there's one last bit to the story that I'll leave you with. The week after the purchase, Forrest wrote this on his Facebook page, which will show you just how long he's been waiting for this car. I was 10 years old when it happened. The year was 1982. My small hands held the final product of the day's project. With hope and pure wonder fluttering in my heart, I slowly moved the magical contraption into the stream of warm summer sun that filtered through the living room window onto the soft couch where I sat. Without hesitation, the white three-bladed propeller at the top of my solar-powered windmill began to spin with a tiny roar. Time stood still. Magic was happening right in my hands, actual magic. Light from a star that burned 93 million miles from that couch was being transformed into electricity, which turned the small silver motor, which spun the blades of the windmill. Right there, on that summer day in 1982, I set the strongest intention my little 10-year-old heart could muster. One day, I will own a fully electric car that would run on sunlight. Last night, the dream of that boy inside me came true. We pulled into a parking lot in town, and I couldn't believe my eyes. A solar-powered electric vehicle charging station, and it was available. I pulled under the large panels with my mouth wide open. I parked the car, grabbed the orange cord, grabbed the charge cord, that was orange, and plugged it into our Nissan Leaf. Without hesitation, sunlight began pouring into its batteries, and after a lovely date with my stunning wife, the 10-year-old, me, drove the little blue car home. With pure wonder, I watched the world roll by in a car that was running on sunshine, its motor spinning with a tiny roar. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Money Mocha. I hope you enjoyed some inspiration along with your morning cup and that you feel empowered to write a new chapter in your relationship with money. After all, money touches everything in our lives. If you feel called to wade deeper here, pack your financial goals, soul deep aspirations, and grab your favorite person. My holistic framework blends therapeutic, body-based practices with the real life tools you need to create healthy, sustainable change in your money life. So if you are ready to begin your money healing journey with the art of money today, you can learn more at barrytesler.com.